I'm Deontay Burton, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Hamadou Diallo. Hey, I'm Danilo Gallinari. I'm Chris Paul, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Luke Dort, and I'm down to Dort. What's Dort? I, I'm not gonna lie, I don't know what that was. In English, bro. I'm Darius Baisley, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Shake Gilders Alexander. I'm Steven Adams. I'm Andre Robertson, and I'm down to dunk. Yeah. On you. Episode 800 Down to Dunk. I am Luke. Joined this morning by Andrew. Slam through. Taylor. The only one who could ever reach me was the son of a preacher man. The only boy who could ever teach me was the son of a preacher. Yes, he was. He was. Slam through. And Jake. It's Jay. That's very sensual. Well, you'll find out why I chose that song and sang it this way a little later on in the show. Some falsetto there. Yeah, you were kind of in between. You weren't even full falsetto. You were like... I'm a tweener, dog. Very I'm breathy. a tweener. The Modern day. <laughs> <laughs> Very breathy. <laughs> I'm a tweener. He's a tweener. What's up, guys? What's up? That's uh, Our first question is from Bangela. She says, how's it going, my guys? Man, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling really good. Trade deadline came and went yesterday. Oh. 800. 800 ep- episodes. <laughs> that is wild. That is a lot of episodes. That's a lot. There haven't been. Uh, what's your favorite TV show? Um, probably The Office. Haven't been 800 episodes of that. That's true. Boom. Suck at The Office. <laughs> or we've, we've surpassed The Office. We've surpassed The Office. Oh, man. Uh, so the trade deadline is done. The Thunder did nothing. And it's wild to think that if I would have told you in. October that we're going to get to the trade deadline and the Thunder are going to do nothing. I think that everyone would have been like, you're nuts. Like you've lost your mind. We've almost spent. Dang it. I just had this number. Come on, Jay. I know I'm ruining it. Six, nine. We almost have spent 34 (laughs) days straight talking about basketball. Wow. How about that? Wow. That's a lot of days. That's wild. That's a lot of days. That's a, that's a, how many? 34. 34 days. It's over a month. That's if it's if we've only done one hour episodes, which we've gone longer than one. I mean, oh, wow. yeah. Uh, it, you know what I would think baby. if I would have heard that in October? I would have mm-hmm. thought, oh, it's because we already did all the trades in like December. We got all the trades out of. Well, our, I mean, I say we system. get we get all the way from here to there, and the only trade we make is for a guy named Isaiah Roby. And that's it. Wow. Yep. It's pretty is it's pretty crazy because I think that you'd have thought at least Gallinari and probably Schroeder will be gone. I thought worst case they would get off of Dre's money or yeah, and I don't know if the market just wasn't much or if Sam actually was kind of content. Just like hey, and I think that's what we've been saying for a while is Sam's not just going to trade to trade. No, he's got all of the leverage in this conversation and going toe to toe with Pat Riley who normally is the one that carries most of the leverage in these trade conversations. Mm -hmm. He just had no urgency to trade. No. And I guess from what I'm hearing is Gallo was held up, which I think is an error on Miami's side. Like, they didn't want to extend Gallo as long as Gallo wanted to be extended because they wanted to maintain free agent uh, 
financial flexibility yeah. for 2021, which I get that in theory. But the hard part is what's going to happen in 2021 when you've missed a window that you had in 2020 and you don't land Giannis. Like you're yeah. betting all of that to get Giannis, which mm-hmm. I mean, heck, I, I watched the Bucks just dismantle the Sixers. And I know that they have to prove it in the playoffs. I get yeah. that, dude. But they are throttling people. They're very good. 12 and a half point differential. Seven losses, 44 wins. I mean, they are <laughs> two-time MVP. Like, they're slaughtering people. Yeah. And it's just hard for me to get real. Like, I wouldn't put all my chips in to think, oh, maybe potentially we'll get Giannis in two years. Only so one not. team gets Giannis. Yeah, right. And well, everybody's and positioning for that that can, you know. Oh, yeah, Toronto is. Milwaukee is. I mean, yeah. Taylor the Warriors said, will. Taylor but said this. From the Heat's point of view, like they're if they're either going for Giannis or they're, I mean, there's no other option. They have to go for Giannis. And then if they get Gallinari, are they better? Are they better than Giannis and the Bucks? No, they're still not better. So why take on all that extra money and an extra year in a player that doesn't even make you better than the best team in the East? You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like go. I don't think it's a foregone conclusion order. that they could not beat the Bucks with that team. I think there's two parts I would say on that. I think what Andrew said is the first part. Is a lot what of, did he say? I missed. Well, it. he just said that that it's not a foregone conclusion that the Bucks would win a series against that Heat team. Um, I think that Heat team is already really good. They're very good, and I think adding a shooter, the the skill level of Danilo like it changes a lot Mm -hmm. of the dynamic of that team so I think you would have for a team like Milwaukee that allows three-point shots the way that they do to have guys that can just knock them down like Gallo super skinny white dude that shoots them really well Duncan Robinson yeah Duncan Robinson I almost said Jerome Robinson but Mm -hmm. I knew that wouldn't him uh Jimmy Butler I just think there's enough players on that team that make it to where it would be I think there's no question that that would have put Miami as the second seed in the or the second best team in the East, mm-hmm. and then a playoff series like you just don't know. Like, I just I don't know, man. I think that they're you go for it when you can, and for what it little it would have cost Miami, it feels like like why not just give that a go? It would have been probably removing the protection on that twenty three two thousand twenty three pick fully. And then the Thunder would get another pick in return. And then they would get whatever the Dion Waiters, James Johnson. James Johnson, whatever it was. Solomon Hill, Jay Crowder. They would get a combination of those guys back. And that would that would have been the trade. You would the and here's another thing. Like if you're mad the Thunder don't have Tyler Hero on their team today, that was never, ever, yep. ever gonna happen. So don't be mad about that because that wasn't going to happen. He's not. He wasn't on the table. And I don't. The Thunder, from from what I understand, just weren't even that interested in acquiring them. They want picks for the future. Mm-hmm. That's what they want. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't put a ton of stock into. Well, they wouldn't. They didn't want to give up Tyler Hero, so they didn't do the deal. Like that's not. That's not the case. I don't think that anybody's been given that indication. So no, from everything I've heard, Tyler Hero has also just been off the table, I as got, he should be. I got that indication from Twitter. Like I'm sure if you threw a good first <laughs> at him, they would probably give you Hero, but then nobody's I mean, going to do that. Yeah, it would have to be a very, I mean, it'd have to be a very good first. 
But it was, uh, it was definitely one of those things when it was over, like, I think a majority of Oklahoma City fans that are at least logical about their fandom kind of breathed a sigh of relief. I think, yeah, I think you should, because I think that they can make these deals in the summer. Yep. It doesn't lock them in anymore to a, any sort of, like, it's not going to stunt their growth yeah. any more than it would have, you know waiting till the summer or even maybe because i think you're gonna have a like i would bet that next year's trade deadline with an expiring adams and an expiring danilla or a schroeder like i think that's where you're gonna see some insane or even this summer yeah maybe this summer uh because people will be preparing for that 21 season i'll tell you what was wild is were you at the game against the Cavs? i was not so we got the opportunity to go to the game with the Cavs, and my neighbor took me in. Uh, it's a weird feeling being in the arena the night before the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. And it was already, it was, if you're not from Oklahoma, we had a really, we had a snow day on Wednesday. The game was Wednesday night. So it was like kind of probably 60% full, and the team played like it was 60% full. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the whole time, everybody's like just like watching Gallo because you're hearing all of these murmurs about the Gallo trade. Mm-hmm. Jay Crowder, Solomon Hill s- sitting out. Then you have James Johnson and uh, Dion sitting out. Like, mm-hmm. and you just keep looking over, and it, it really was. It was like Gallo watch. Like, I saw Alex is posting like, "Oh, is Gallo going to come out for the second half?" And, yeah. And then there's even moments in the where you st- like I'm got notifications on, so my watch is buzzing, and it's telling me about. Gallo, the Gallo pursuit of trade. Gallo, and I'm like, uh, why would they be playing him if he was potentially going to be moved? Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, all of that to say that that they are going to stay in Pat, and I'm not pretty excited. I, I I oddly think, and somebody asked this question, I think if a few things fall correctly, the Thunder may be able to get to the four seed, which is insanity. If they could have home court, you better stop, OG. I could. I mean, it would be crazy. It's hard. I mean, but they're not that far behind. But there's good teams. Yeah. This new iteration of the Rockets, which who knows what that looks like. I mean, we watched it against the Lakers last night, and it they won. Yeah, they it, did it. Proof of proof of concept. Yay! And then you have the Jazz, who have lost five in a row. Yeah. You got the Mavericks, who now don't have Doncic for a few more games, and also Kristaps is out for a minute. Mm-hmm. Who knows, man? Who knows? The Thunder playing the remnant of the Detroit Pistons yeah. tonight. God, what a sad. So here's my question. So John Henson, John Henson started for the Cavs. Yeah. He got on a plane, flew back to Cleveland, flew to Detroit, flew back to Oklahoma City. Yeah. Or did they just say, "Hey, man, you may just want to." <laughs> I think he probably did do that. You may just want to hang out here. Poor John Henson. Yeah. No. Eh. Dude's made a lot of money playing very average basketball. I mean, if he played average basketball, that would be great. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, so there's a lot of trades as part of yesterday's trade deadline. And what we want to do for you is we want to go through. We want to give you some trade grades. But trade here's grades. how we do it. We don't grade things normally. There's still the great controversy of the 2020 fast food ranking that has yeah. stained this podcast fractured our relationships we don't do anything normally we don't do anything normally no. so here's, the, you here's the trade scale if you were going to look on a five <laughs> cereal mark the best of all cereals this is four 
That's what I meant. Four. Four? Okay. The best of all cereals with consensus, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It's the best. So that's your A. Consensus is a strong word. It is. Strong word. But we have to come to consensus. A consensus of one. That does The second. So that's your A. Because the two is because the number two ranked cereal is so strong. I know you have been on you two have been on this train forever, and I still have yet to. It's have, very have good. You, have you you haven't eaten it? I've never had See, it. This, still haven't. I don't eat cereal, bros. Dude, I can't. Dude, dude. I, stop, I know. I've been on that game. Is it milk? since before you were born? Is it the milk? No, it's just freaking. I will eat a box in a sitting. I don't have self control. So the, how do you, you eliminate self control? Is you don't have those things around you. You could eat, if you think you can eat a box of cereal, then cracking over and you wouldn't have a chance because their boxes are small. It's a small box. Oh, that's, I mean. You know what happens when Jay opens a box of cereal? He just sees syringes. It's like, yeah, it's like Cookie Monster and a plate of cookies. Pretty much the same thing. Okay, crack, number two is Cracklin' O'Brien. And if you haven't had Cracklin' O'Brien, it's so good. Highly encouraged. Number three, Cheerios. Cheerios. It's you know what to expect. They're fine. You're never excited to eat them. Yeah, they're just there. This is just Bell. bland Cheerios. This is not Honey Nut Cheerios. No, 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 no just no, no. Cheerios. Hey, or the new peanut butter and chocolate Cheerios. They're good, man. They're good. Oh, yeah. so Reese's Puffs Cheerios? No, 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 no. No, they're like heartier than Reese's Puffs, man. Yeah. And then the last one is Grape Nuts. Grape Nuts, trash cereal. It's that's not even cereal. It doesn't no. even float. <laughs> Listen, you can't have a cereal and it has nuts in the name. Well, actually, <laughs> honey take, nuts, I take that back, honey nuts. Cereal. <laughs> I was okay. going to say, like, you, they can't yeah. be called nuts, okay? You better stop, OG. Honey nut you better describes stop, OG. Kind of Cheerio. You're getting grape off. describes nuts. You're getting that awfully dangerous here, man. It's nuts little... of grapes. All right, These so let's start. Nut. So using... NBA, okay, man, we got it. All right, that's NBA, a, NBA. You can't call them nuts. You can't nuts. Can't. Uh, Taylor. Oh Taylor's my done. goodness. NBA.com. We're using their trade deadline uh, roundup here. So let's start with just some simple ones. Uh, the first one is Alec Burks and Glenn Robinson the third to Philadelphia 76ers for three second round picks. Yeah, this is very Cheerios to me. It's like replace like. They traded James Ennis for a second, a future second round pick to the to the Magic as a part of the deal. How much better is are any of these guys than James Ennis? Is my question. I just feel like you're just swapping swapping names and not even necessarily like quality of players. You know what I mean? Brett Brown's about to get fired. They've got to. Do, I mean, you you wish that they would have done something, but the question is like, what do you do? You have to. In my mind, you have. To figure out a way to move Horford God, or Tobias. Golly, that was a bad deal. Really bad. It looks bad now. Really bad. <laughs> I also, I just have a question. Why does Orlando give up a second round pick for James Ennis? I don't know. Talk but about a poorly run franchise. Let's go ahead. We can grade that one. That's grape nuts. That's grape nuts. For yeah, them. that's like, grape what nuts. What are you doing? Like, Orlando, what are you doing for what? For what? Yeah, what what does that do to help your team or make it like your fan base is not excited about that? I don't know. James Ennis is like one of the most theoretical players to ever play the game. Right. Remember, he, he was, was like decent a, for Philly for a minute. 
Yeah, but he was like the Rockets' savior. Remember when they lost Trevor Ariza? The Rockets have a lot of saviors. They have so many saviors. Because Robert Covington is now their savior. He's their savior. Trevor Ariza was Bobby their Cove. savior. Yeah. Here's the here's Michael my- Carter Williams. Yeah, Brandon Knight. Yeah, Brandon Knight. Man, people were pumped about. I'm Brandon letting Knight. you know that if Sam Presti operated the way Daryl Morey did, people would murder him. But for some reason, Daryl we- Morey gets a pass. It's because he has he has Fertitta right back there. Now he's their built-in can, excuse. Can blame it every blame everything on Fertitta. All right. So the one we didn't do because it was actually the night before is the. Clint Capella, Robert Covington, yeah, Malik Beasley, who else? There was like the most people included in a trade since 2000. Yeah. But the gist of it was kind of those people. There were some picks that moved around. Is there anybody else? Not really. Juancho Hernan Gomez. Juancho. Uh, I give that one a... Cracking Little Brand? Yeah, I mean, all across the yeah. board, it's fine. It's. I don't think it makes... A huge difference for anybody, to be honest. I think it's fine. It changes who the Rockets are to a large degree, obviously, is that they're playing only short guys. Um, they're going to have to get a big off the bio market, don't you think? Who? I mean, I don't know who, who it's going to be. One of the rumors is Bismack Biombo. Ooh. I, mean, God, I would be so stoked if Bismack wound up with the Rockets. You better stop, OG. You better stop, OG. I would... That would be insane. Oh, Bismack Biombo is one of them. I'm not sure. There was a few. Tristan others. Thompson's not going to be bought out. He'd be perfect. He should though. Like, so what I would do if I'm Houston is I would say get bought out and we'll make your money back. Like whatever you get bought out for, we'll over the course of the next two years or whatever, we'll we'll give you a three year contract that's going to make your money back. I mean, yeah, but where yeah. where are they going to play? Because I was looking at Rockets Twitter and they decided Tabo Cephalosha is the backup center. So what's Tristan Thompson going to do? Oh sit at the end God. of the bench in case Tabo gets hurt? When oh, P.J. Man. Tucker's body finally gives up, which it last night there were moments where I was like, "Oh no, he's exhausted, like exhausted." Yeah. Also, the people are starting to say that the Rockets are becoming Russ's team, and it's just they very much are. Last night was. I know, and it's just uh, Harden's been so bad, and everyone's been talking crap too. on Harden. Those two egos yep. are way too big for them to remain friends after all this. But they chose Something's this. Something's going to happen. They chose this. What is? I know. What because is wrong they, with James Harden? He's butthurt. He can't have another strong leader on the team. <laughs> he's washed. He's. I, I just don't know what's wrong with him. He's not been good. His mind's in the club. Here's what's happened. You remember how there was a thing <laughs> uh, earlier in the season that said they looked at how he plays depending on how good the strip clubs are in the cities that he goes to. Uh-huh. We've just seen a huge uptick in the quality of strip clubs around the nation <laughs> and especially in Houston. And now he's just everywhere he goes. He He's having too much fun. They really don't. Like, just watching. I didn't watch the second half because it was. I'd have to get up at 5.30 to do a podcast, but which I love. I've done 800 episodes. Which oh, one? We love you too. About 400 of them. <laughs> so here's the deal. They don't know how to share the ball. No, they don't. Like it's, it's it's very much like my turn, your turn. It's worse than Russ Durant was. It is. And Russ doesn't... Russ doesn't take turns. Well, but the other thing is Russ, Russ is useless without the ball. 
Yes. Like, he's useless without the ball. He is, because he, now he won't shoot. Now, we've been no, begging... he's been pump-faking going to the rim We've been begging time. Ben Simmons to shoot threes, and now they're, like, turning Russell into Ben Simmons. And he's been pretty good at he's it, actually. He's been very good. He's a, a very good Ben Simmons. So, the hard part is Harden doesn't... And also, I'll be fair, like, last night, Avery Bradley just... The, their whole game plan was like, hey, guess who's not going to beat us? James Harden. Yeah. So what do you do? Literally, James Harden gets the ball. You, like Dennis Schroeder guarding uh, Colin Sexton. Yeah. Don't let him breathe the whole time. Like he but didn't that's the game him. plan that's been for James Harden the past, like, five years, yeah, right? It just has felt, yeah, you're probably right. It just felt like people mistakenly would give him space or they could get more space, which maybe is what the question, what's going on with Harden. They could get him more space on screens, but it was like, he couldn't breathe with Avery Bradley last night. Yeah. So maybe it was just like the specific time and the specific thing. But over the last few weeks, man, it's just been more. In January, he shot 35% from the field, 27% from three. That's not great. It's actually bad. Maybe they should have traded him yesterday. Mm-hmm. Just go and in. Go all in on Russ. I agree. That is so funny, dude. Okay, let me ask this question. James Harden for Joel Embiid, who says no. I'd just do it, right? I would love for Maury to tell James, get James Harden to buy in on having no centers, and then they do, and then they trade Harden for Joel Embiid. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Uh, next trade, the Atlanta Hawks. Pick up the L.A. Clippers, Derek Walton Jr. uh, (laughs) I don't know any of these people. Who are the Atlanta Hawks? (laughs) <laughs> why did, why, and he's not even going to play for them. Nope. So, Next trade, the Grizzlies and Heat agree to trade Andre Iguodala to the Miami Heat for Justice Winslow, Deion Waiters, and James Johnson. Also, Jay Crowder and Solomon Hill. What do you think about this? So James, James Johnson got moved, right? He's gone? He did. He got moved to the Timberwolves for okay. Gorgie Jang. Gorgie Jang. And they're going to buy out Dion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't want Dion. Okay, that's I just a culture a, move, I right? I think it's a really. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Just make sure Taylor heard that. I didn't hear what you said. It's a they, culture. They move. don't want Dion in their locker room. Well, they're not going to. What are you trying to do? <laughs> what are you What are you trying to do? <laughs> uh, they basically just did one of Justice Winslow. But they got a guy that's not playing for a guy that's not playing, so that's good. If you're the <laughs> you're right, if you're the Lakers, would you want Dion Waiters or J.R. Smith? Oh, you gotta pick one. Jr. Just because LeBron at least knows that evil, you know, <laughs> you gotta too. pick the one you know best. He kicked Dion off the Cavs. <laughs> he did. He brought Jr. back to life, dude. Somebody you remember those stories? Dion, right? Jr. was like, I don't know. LeBron's been my big. You know, you pick up Dion Philly. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. That would bring be. a little chaos. It's his world too, man. It is. Holy crap! Dion Waiters has to go to Philly. It actually might be the very worst thing for Dion. No Waiters. man, it'd be great. It'd be great for like five minutes. I I would love it. Okay, so let's grade for the Grizzlies. What's this grade? At, at first, it started out as a cinnamon toast crunch for me. Right, you get you get a chance to have Justice Winslow on your team. And he can be very helpful if he's healthy. Remember Point Justice? 
I don't. When he's when he's healthy, he's good. I know, but that's just the question. When he's, I mean, when he's healthy is a is a large question. He's he's missed a lot of games. Here's the deal: is Justice but, Winslow's like, the why guy. Are people he's hating a, on that. I don't. Well, I, because the the cost is a lot to take him on. What's the cost? The, I mean, you were gonna buy out Iggy. You were gonna trade him or buy out Iggy. They weren't going there. They, they, I mean, which is probably just the narrative they said, but. Yeah, I mean, I think you're right in the sense that you gave, you gave away player you don't really want. It's the Waiters James Johnson deals, but, but they, they already had those team. moved or already made decisions about that. Mm-hmm. They just they they they'll have no cap space in the summer is basically what they chose, which is fine. They're not going to do anything with it anyway. Yeah, they're a young team, man. Got to bring up Jaw. I mean, they, they got have a first all the stars. Well, they got a first. They used their cap space this past summer to get a first round pick to get Ugadala. That's what they use their cap space for. If you use it for those reasons and you can make those kind of moves, I think it's pretty good. It's fine. It's a Cheerios to me. Whoa. What, what was that noise? That was my throat. That was Jay's. Okay. I was digestion. excited, apparently. Gross. So I, I think for the Grizzlies, <laughs> it's. <laughs> It is what it is. Like, I think Justice Winslow has the potential to be a really important piece for them. He's young. He's in their kind of era. I mean, what is he, 23? He's 23. Yeah, I mean. He's played 11 games this year. Yeah, it's good. It's fine. There's only been, what, 50 this season? It's good. That's good. fine. All right, moving on. What do you you grade that? We never graded that. I said Cheerios. It's just, it's good. I'll eat it, but it's not my favorite. It started as a Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I'll I'll downgrade it to a Crackling O'Pran. I still yeah, like I it. Like I like Justice. I like the idea of Justice Winslow as long as he can play, and I like him with that group. I kind of like. What's funny is for the Heat is it's not just Iguodala. Like I kind of like the Solomon Hill edition a little bit as well. Like a guy that can. I mean, he's shooting. And Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder. I looked at his numbers and I was like, he hasn't shot well since he left Boston. It's he, true. He's shooting sub thirty percent from the three point line right now. Jay is a is a reputation man. He's. I think. He's what do you mean? Ha- I still think he's helpful. Jay Not Crowder. you, Jay Crowder. Oh, okay, yeah, like yeah. Like he he relies on reputation. Here's do you want to do you want to be somebody that people like in the NBA? Is sign a very very normal contract early on, because when Jay Crowder was underpaid compared to what people thought of him, people were like, Jay Crowder, best contract in the NBA. It's just like Robert Covington. It's the coming, only yeah, person yeah. that has done this has soured on any of that is Zach Lowe, where Zach Lowe called Robert Covington the most overrated player in the NBA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, But what he's saying is, like, the way people treat him and his contract is as if it's, like, oh, my gosh, you're adding an all-star level guy. It's like, no, you're just adding a decent player. Yeah. Covington was great last night. Yeah. Really good. But it's kind of Jay Crowder. He had a few moments. But when he went to the Cavs, man, that whole Cavs trade for Kyrie was just – Awful for everybody. It's it was very bad. Anyway, all right. Next one. This is the Houston Rockets. Got Bruno Caboclo from the Memphis Grizzlies <laughs> for Jordan Bell. This is this is grape nuts. This is like what are we doing? You're just like swapping players that can't play. I don't know why. Like why would you do it? I don't really, I don't really understand. Jordan it. Bell can actually rim run, like if you needed him in a. I know. I here's the I thing really with the Rockets Bruno. is that they are totally out on anybody that could even possibly play center for a regular team. They're done. 
They're over it. Is Maury like trying to prove a point or something? Is that what's going on? He's trying to prove that he hates tall people. Yeah. God, it just uh, they just keep making themselves look more arrogant and pretentious. It's just ha- what can we do to be more arrogant? Let's Oh, no. No one else knows what really to do. Let's Light do years. this. Matt. Light years. So do we, do I mean, anybody want to grade that? That's nothing. It's grape nuts. All right. Next one, the Minnesota Wolves. Trade Gorgie Jing. We already talked about it, but we didn't grade it for James Johnson. They got off Gorgie, Gorgie Jing's money. I, I like adding James Johnson. Hopefully he brings a little bit of something to. Let's bring some toughness. Yeah, which is what they need. Um, I don't know. Anybody have an opinion on this one? That's Cheerios. It's like whatever. Yeah, doesn't matter. It's probably Cheerio. Not, doesn't move the needle, needle Cheerio. from them. What's crazy is it's like for Minnesota, I think they're going to win some games. They better. Is it going to impact, right? Like at this point, like just get your pick. They want, I mean, they, they've got their pick. They kept it in that trade. We'll talk about that. But I'm saying second. be top five. You know, I, th- I think they will be top okay, five. All right. I don't think there's a lot they can do. I don't really care about this one, but the Washington Wizards and Denver Nuggets swapped guards at the trade deadline. Jordan McRae, who people say is actually pretty good for Shabazz Napier. Whatever. Cheerios. That's Fred Katz boy. Yeah, he likes Jordan McRae. Yeah. yeah. I kind of sneaky. They got they also got a Bates Giop, right? Yeah. And they really like him, but I, I don't know anything about the guys they added at the trade deadline. They got some guys. Yeah, well, that's good. Who knows? Guess what? Guess what Jordan McRae's nickname is? Hmm. I don't know why he has a nickname. Orange Mamba. He's not orange. Where did he Was go he to did he where did he play in college? I, I thought Syracuse? Texas? Who Jordan McRae? No, yeah. I don't I'm no. on it. All right, so let's spend just a moment. I think there are three other trades, the three probably most significant trades of trade deadline. The first one is Andre Drummond traded to he played for Tennessee, Tennessee, which is orange. Orange. Andre Drummond traded to the Cleveland Cavaliers. This is without a doubt the most confusing trade of the day. It's Two just, franchises just giving each other nothing. Well, Andre Drummond's not nothing. Oh, man, I just am so out on that. I mean, I understand being out on Andre Drummond, but the league is so out on Andre Drummond, obviously. And on the center position? Yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy. I mean, he averaged this season, in the current season that we're in, 17.8 points per game, almost two blocks, Two steals, almost three assists, 16 rebounds. Yeah, it's nuts. And all they got was a second-round pick. And, and, and Brandon Knight and, Brandon and Knight. John Henson. Yes. They dumped him. They dumped him. He's been dumped. Dumped. That Did you see his tweet? Yes, he was very upset. He had no idea. He, he wanted had- to stay in Detroit. Detroit, <laughs> you're not going to have players that want to stay with you. You can't just throw them in the trash like this. Yeah, it's now the Seiko Demboya era in Detroit. I mean, they really could have used SVG this this season. I'll tell you that he wouldn't have traded Drummond for nothing. He would have got back like no, Blake Griffin. Yeah, he would have added some garbage albatross of a contract. Could you not just get like a bad first for him? Surely, surely. 
Yeah, I don't understand. I that blew my mind. I don't like what is Cleveland doing with him? I mean, I guess it was just like they're like, that's all. <laughs> like that's all we have to do. I uh, yeah. Like, I guess we'll do that. I mean, I guess it's like somebody. I mean, what kind? What kind of car would uh would he be if he was a car? Andre Drummond, like a Ford Explorer, twenty twenty twelve. Uh, like a Humvee, like way too expensive for a very okay. uh, hard car yeah. to drive it, around. An H2 Humvee. Yeah. And somebody yeah. came to you and said, hey, 200 bucks. <laughs> you're like, oh. For this Humvee. Uh, and you're like, I don't want that, but I guess I have to do that. I guess I have to buy this Humvee for $200. Now, apparently, though, Andre Drummond, <laughs> like they could see him being a guy that's going to help. Like if they Tristan Thompson expires at the end of this year, yeah, he's gone. He's gone, gone, not staying in Cleveland. You still have Kevin Love's contract that you're gonna have to deal with, but I don't know. Maybe somebody got convinced that Drummond, Love, Sexton, and Garland can be a team. Yeah, and Chetty Osman, Drummond, Love, Six, Ten. <laughs> did sound like that, Jay. That's what Preacher. I thought. <laughs> like, whoa. <laughs> Maybe they could be convinced that Drummond loves sex. Ton. Hey, Ton. can you can you blame him, boys? <laughs> I mean, he'll work with. I mean, dude, getting rebounds and I mean, yeah. I watched them play. They don't like John Henson started the center position for them. Mm-hmm. They played a lot of Larry Nance, a lot of Nance. Nance had who apparently can shoot. He had a, he was pretty good. Nance yeah. was. Yeah, what was going on with Nance? the Rockets? Should have been going for Larry Nance for reals. For reals. Oh, he'd have been perfect with them. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And maybe this is part of they made calls on Kevin Love and everybody's like, nope. And so they're like, okay, I uh, guess we'll just, just go get Andre Drummond. I guess we'll just have Drummond, Drummond love sex. But they're going to have a ton of money. <laughs> they can't do anything with it, but they're going to have money. I think the thing with the Pistons is the Pistons are going to have a pretty clean salary cap like yeah it's gonna be blake griffin and nobody else <laughs> yeah hell yeah let's go get they're gearing up for Giannis, baby <laughs> no what'll happen is they're gonna go and overpay somebody this summer like they're, I don't gonna, know who they're gonna pay gallo 35 million <laughs> and gallo this summer <laughs> okay and gallo's gonna be like really okay oh, what I do guess, you rank this trade i guess i can play in the little caesars arena for 35 million <laughs> Uh, for the Cavs, I guess you have to give it like a, I don't know. I mean, the opportunity cost is like nothing. So they basically got Andre Drummond for nothing if someone just handed him to you. So I guess that's like a crackling out brand. It's not the best thing in the world, but it's like, that's pretty good for nothing. You get to just have him here, have him. And for the Pistons, I think it's like, like I understand they don't want him on their team and that's great, but the value, I mean, you, you got nothing back. You got nothing back for him. And they put so many years into this guy. They like put they a lot put of time so and, and a lot of money. Into this. Yes. Here, here's exactly what Detroit is going to do. They're going to offer a lot of money for Fred Van Fleet. Oh, gosh. And or Brandon Ingram. Both of them restricted. Actually, Fred is unrestricted. Yeah. I Yeah, I would. Ingram is restricted. Just throw Ingram on Max. They'll, yeah. They've got to match New it. New Orleans, you going to match it? Yeah, I'd do that if I was Detroit. Or they're going to get DeMar DeRozan. <laughs> Pam, 35 That makes so much sense. Oh, my God. Oh, DeRozan is DeMar such a piston. should have been in Detroit the whole time. Oh, he is such a piston. Oh, that's so sad. Joe Harris. They're going to get Joe Harris. God, they're just, this is just, it's just sad. It's bad. 
Okay, another one of Snowy Wasteland of incredible substance. The New York Knicks couldn't let a trade deadline go away without creating a, a little bit of stir by no. firing their president the day before. Hey, any press <sighs> is good press, baby. The Knicks traded Marcus Morris to the L.A. Clippers. Also, there's three teams. I forgot the Wizards are in this. So the Clippers yeah. got Marcus Morris, Isaiah Thomas, and who else did they get? Is that it? Yeah. Oh, they're getting rid of Isaiah Thomas. Um, yeah, they're dumping him. And the Wizards got Jerome Robinson, and the Knicks got Mo Harkless, and a 2020 first-round pick from the Clippers. So probably a pick in the, what, 28 range or something like that, 27. Mm-hmm. The future's looking bright. Marcus Morris is a, is a good get for the Clippers. And one of the things I heard that I probably agree with is one of the reasons it's important is because the Lakers didn't get him. So what do you think about this trade from the Clippers' perspective? Uh, I mean, it's another guy that can play with them. So I like it. He can defend LeBron. He can shoot it some. He can create a little bit. It's great. He's a good player for them. Yeah. I mean, him with Patrick Beverly and Montrez. Oh, man. That's wild. That is like a lot of wild stuff happening. Yeah. But what about scarves? But what about scarves? What about scarves, though? And for the Knicks, I think they needed to trade Marcus Morris just because, well, Dolan's a known feminist. And it really bothered him, Marcus Morris comments the other mm-hmm. week. And so I know since last week he's just been trying to get Marcus Morris off that team. It's just poisonous, and he just doesn't agree with that kind of language. I like that both people involved in that conversation got traded by their respective teams. <laughs> I know. I was kind of hoping that Jake Crowder would wind up on the Thunder so that we could keep the uh, women be flopping joke oh, yeah. going. I know, but it's gone. Uh, yeah, I think that's probably. I mean, to me, it's that's a crackling oak. It's a crackling oak brand type of deal. It's not a slam dunk. It's not a, the greatest thing that the Clippers could have done, but it's helpful. He's he will help them, in in many ways. The most divisive trade of the day mm-hmm. happened between the Minnesota Timberwolves. Oh yeah, and the Golden State Warriors. Oh yeah, the Minnesota Timberwolves have made a major change to their core. Mm-hmm. They sent Andrew Wiggins to Golden State. For D'Angelo Russell, the Wolves are also sending a 2021 protected first-round pick and a 2021 second-round pick to Golden State. The Warriors are sending Jacob Evans and Amari Spellman to Minnesota, along with D'Lo. Yeah. I mean, the best asset in this whole trade is that pick, right? Yeah, so it's protected in 21, but if it doesn't convey in 21, it moves to an unprotected 22 is what I heard. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, that's something. <laughs> that's the best. I mean, that's easily the best asset in this whole deal. And so the player swap, I mean, I like D'Angelo Russell a whole heck of a lot more than I like Andrew Wiggins. Hey, we have a Twitter question related to this. It's from at Will Colton Bell, who wants to know if Wiggins balls out on the Warriors, is he still a bust? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I just don't see it happening. It's just, he. everybody says he's a better fit on the Warriors. Is that just because he's taller? Like, I don't get, I don't get that. I, I like having three creators on the perimeter with Steph, Clay, and D'Lo. Like, I know that people don't think they can play defense. That's They probably won't be the best defensive team, but... I think you have Draymond to cover for those guys. I don't know. I don't. I just don't like Wiggins. He's never been a good spot-up shooter. He's never been a good defender. 
He's never done the things like everybody thinks he can be Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes at least defends. I don't know. I'm a, I'm just out. Balls bust. <laughs> I think that he's. This is yeah. This is a, this is a busted <laughs> ball situation. Okay. What do you think, Taylor? Uh, I like that I'm they got. I like, you. I, was, I, I like was the Warriors wondering... got the pick, but I just, I don't. Ugh. All right, hey, uh, go ahead. Can Tyler. you hear me? This is this service is really bad. Yeah, I can but, hear you. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Okay, but I'm just gonna talk. So for the Wolves, I actually think the player swap is way more valuable than you're giving it credit for because the Wolves are not just getting D'Lo back for Wiggins, but they're bringing Cat's best friend to the team. Yeah, and like that's why you make that trade too. You already have the best player out of the three of them, which is Carl Anthony Towns. And that's the guy you drafted, and that's the guy you're hoping will be your superstar. And so you trade Wiggins for his best friend and a really good point guard and a guy who can score, and he's going to bring them wins. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why you do that, and that's why you trade the pick too. Yeah, I mean, I understand it. You definitely, the difference between the two, You have if you're getting Russell for Wiggins, you have to be the one giving up more value. But I think at the end of the day, that pick may end up being the thing that everybody looks back in five years and be like, oh, well, the Warriors got that pick, and it turned into whoever it is, and it helped yeah. their run to continue. Yeah. You know? The the Timberwolves better nail this draft pick this year. They won't. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's not going to happen. I know. The, this is. I mean, to me, if they can have – Russell and Towns and hit this draft pick. You have Jarrett Culver and you've got who I mean they've got Josh Akogi. (laughs) Jake Lehman. Yeah. Alan Crab. You're forgetting Crab. Forgot about Crab. He's expiring. Man, they have to nail this draft pick. They just have to. They got Malik Beasley. I like him. I like Beasley. I think that he's good. They've got to nail this draft pick. They just, ha- I mean, yeah. the future of the Timberwolves depends on this draft pick, which is the most horrifying thing when they're probably going to have a top five pick in a draft that everybody's saying is not very good. I am just horrified if I am a Timberwolves fan because just because you got Towns' best friend, that doesn't mean that this team is going to be awesome and that they're going to take yeah. off. I mean, they're still so far away from being a difference maker in the Western Conference. So far away, man. And I know they were really counting on Culver to be something special too. A lot of people thought Culver would be really special and immediately as a rookie. Yeah. And he's just been, I don't know if it's him or if it's the Timberwolves. He's just okay. Yeah. He's fine. I don't know. It's like Baisley. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I would be, if I were a T-Wolves fan, I, Take your time to be excited about getting D'Angelo Russell, but also make sure that you're equally horrified because right now you're 15 and 35, 15 and 35. They've turned, they've got some youth on their roster. They've got some potential on their roster. They don't turn that potential into something in the next two years, which is why I think this draft pick is so crucial. Then you're screwed. Then you lose towns and then you have to do what? Do this all over again to hope that you get a player as good as Towns? I mean, they're, Hell yeah. I'm, 
I'm, man, I'm, they traded Wiggins, Maple Jordan, Junior Jordan, the prospect, Mr. Fantastic, Wiggs. They're 6-19 and 19 at home. Hell yeah, baby. Can you imagine that? I can't because we're freaking good. OKC. OKC. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so what? What do you get? What grade do you give those for each team, Taylor? Um, I don't know. It's kind of a. <sighs> Hold on, I'm thinking. Golden State, because you were mad about Golden State. I did, like, I just think that Wiggins Wiggin. sucks. I just think that Wiggins he makes way too much money. He's just not very good. He's just not a good player. Yeah. That's just so like, I guess cheer, but they get the pick. The, I, I so love I the guess pick it's between a Cheerios and and Cracklin Oat brand. Yeah, I mean it's probably Cheerios, and then for the Timberwolves, I mean where are you going anyways? Yeah, Cracklin Oat brand. Yeah. You get off Wiggins at least. Yeah, I mean Wiggins, he's got, he's got three years after this. I don't. Dude, know. he has after this year he has three years guaranteed, all about thirty million. Dude. That's, They're betting a lot on their culture. They're also betting a lot on Andrew Wiggins doing everything that he couldn't do in Minnesota. I wouldn't be surprised, though, since I do think Minnesota is um, a dumpster fire of an organization. Yeah, they are. But Andrew Wiggins, man, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just out. And I may be wrong, but I'm just out. Right. Uh, Deontay Burton, older than Andrew Wiggins. That's pretty wild. Hey, so for Oklahoma City, they didn't make any moves. No. Which is fine. Do Are they, and I know, 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 I know. Are, do you think there's anything they'll do over the next few weeks or People months? People ask, like, like, buyout market. No, I'm saying to get, to get, to shed money. Like, do they have money that they care about shedding, like a Deontay Burton, like where they just well, you'd have to have somebody pick him up. You something. can wave him, but you have to have somebody pick him up in order to get the cap savings. Okay, so so somebody's got to say we love Deontay Burton enough that we'll pick him up off waivers. Yeah, which before they he clears waivers, yeah. like they don't have a player like that. Yeah. So but unless you like wave, like if you care about it so much, like you wave Darius Baisley, somebody will pick him up and pay him. Uh, You're no gonna, chance they're going to do that. I know. I was Darius just saying. Is fantastic. They're not. I just. I don't think that they're clearly he, not desperate enough to to make a tax saving move. And maybe they know that they can get off of um, Robertson's contract totally. Yeah, some sort of relief. There'd be a way injured. to do that, and then you're just way under. So maybe they could do that, or I, I just also, don't think that they care. I don't think they care. Yeah, maybe that's it. I also think you do have to, and it's not a. It won't be substantial. It's just a hard bill to just write for. Although team, it's probably gonna. They're gonna make the playoffs, and they're gonna, gonna make. Go to, they're probably gonna, gonna go to the Western Conference Finals. Right. But. <laughs> they're gonna get some money from the playoffs too. What if Taylor? What if? What if what? God, man. <sighs> What if what? Hey, Andrew, I have a question. <laughs> Actually, it comes from at Kinda Scottish, who wants to know which Carl Winslow gif would you use to rate the Thunder's trade deadline? Probably the one where he's um, got Steve Urkel next to him on the couch, and he's really excited. That was the one I was going to do, where he puts his arm around him like he's yeah. kind of choking him and gives him a noogie. Yeah. The noogie. Yeah, that's a good one. Noogie Carl. 
I also like the one where he's it's the title scene. Yeah. And he walks in and he's in his turquoise sweater. <laughs> and it's just such a cheesy, like happy yep. walk. That one is in. probably the one that I would That's say. That's a good one. There's also yeah. this one where he's in his uh cop uniform and he's doing the Oh, which is that the cabbage patch, maybe? I'll tweet yeah. it out. Hey uh guys, a lot of uh, Twitter questions. Twitter questions. All right. Our first Twitter question comes from at NBI underscore who wants to say who wants us to please explain slam through to those of us who weren't on board early enough to understand it. Well, I mean, Taylor would always say my name and I would try to say something that would throw him off um, for a long time. And I would try to say something different every week. And it would start just by saying Andrew, and he would make fun of the way I said my own name um, <laughs> after he got done singing his song. And then I would say different variations of my name, Andrew, Mamdrew, Candrew, Slam Through. Slam Through's not a variation of my name, but it just turned into what I said, and then I just kept it. So uh, that's really that's the story. There's not, not, <laughs> not a great story to tell. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed it. Thanks yep. for now listening. you're in. You're in the club. Welcome, now. welcome to now the you're club. In. Hey, let's talk real quick about how horrible Giannis is at choosing teammates. Oh, for the All Star, All Star team. Yeah, it's rough. But also, let's also talk about how James Harden was the second to last pick for the starters. Did you hear what Giannis said? <laughs> yes, he said, "I don't want to. I want to get the ball." <laughs> Here's the deal: is I know Trey Young is there's problems with him, and people don't think he should have been a starter. Yeah. But he is perfect for the All Star game. He's gonna be fun. No, no defense. Yeah, he's just gonna shoot and pass. He'll be great. Uh, so Team LeBron is LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, Luka Doncic, James Harden. Those are their starters. <laughs> <laughs> Giannis is starters. Giannis, Joel Embiid, Pascal Siakam, Kemba Walker, Trey Young. Could there not be a bigger difference between those two teams? He, they literally picked their their conference. They just picked East and West. Yeah, why they do? Do they? You think on the starters the, they did? Yeah, you don't conference. have to do that. Did you think they didn't know? <laughs> so maybe Giannis didn't they, know. They didn't tell him. All right, so let's do this. Yeah, you'll be LeBron. Okay, I'll be Giannis. Okay, first pick. Do we not have to do the whole thing? We can just do the starters. Okay. Um, I'll take Anthony Davis. I'll take Luka Doncic. Good one. I'll take Kawhi. I'll take Kimball Walker. Oh, shoot. I'll take, wow. James, I'll take James Harden. I'll take Pascal Siakam. Um, Trey Young. <laughs> I'll take Joel. That's fine. Yeah. Right? So both of our teams are better. Yeah, we did better. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, us. <laughs> but I'm like, why wouldn't you have taken, number one, is taking a center first overall is like, uh, it's golly, like, what, you better stop, OG. Yeah, what are you doing? You better stop, OG. Anyway, but then you go to the reserves. They have Damian Lillard and Jason Tatum, Jokic, Chris Paul, Russ, Domas. That'd be yeah. fun. Yeah. And they're doing the whole new stop every quarter and reset the scoreboard or whatever. Uh, that's so. Uh, that's I mean, that's so LeBron. That's LeBron's team that you just listed. Oh yeah, duh. 
Why why did it have it marked like that? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Middleton, Bam, Rudy, Jimmy Butler, Cole. Lowry, Ingram, Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, that's all. I don't know. I I just think LeBron just is a much better drafter. All right, we can carry on. Twitter questions. Here our next Twitter question comes from Matt James Watts, who wants to know, can we re-sign Gallo now to extend the life of the asset? Give him three years, 45 mil now, and trade him in the summer? Or better wait for a potential sign and trade with his preferred team? I would say it's almost guaranteed what they're going to do. That they'll sign and trade him? Yeah. I think so, too. I think so, too. I think it makes the most sense. I think it allows you to work with the other team and what they want to do. And I think Gallo wants a three-year deal. Yeah, with Philly. or You have to do a three-year deal if you're doing a sign-and-trade. So I think think that that's what they would prefer to do, and you could do it at a higher number, and the Thunder get back an asset. And it it may not be a huge asset in return. And you may get a decent first round pick back for him but still you get a pick back for him and you get to make the playoff run which is i mean it's the best of both worlds for okc hey guys (laughs) i was trying to say the best of both worlds buddy but i couldn't think of how to do it i apologize hey i've got a question that i want answered it's a twitter question it's from at momo milady what is everyone's favorite vacation spot she's looking for inspiration this is unrelated to basketball we noticed. It's uh, <laughs> your favorite vacation spot when you're thinking about basketball. So it depends what you want to do, okay? So here's my thing. <clears throat> my favorite, there's two places that I would go back anytime that are in the United States. Mm-hmm. And like, but they're kind of, you have to be ready to not do a lot, but do something. My wife and I, we love the beach. My, my wife! <laughs> we love the beach. Uh, and so we, we we go to Cancun, and we go to Excellence Resorts. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Anytime. But if I was going to say, like, two places we love to go, if you haven't been to wine country north of San Francisco, even just San Francisco, it is one of the my favorite places in the whole world. And then wow. the, my favorite city we've ever been to is Charleston, South Carolina. Wow. It has the best food tremendous hospitality and tons of history and there's you can go to a beach you can do a harbor tour you can see dolphins you can see all the history like it's you can literally so so much stuff to do and the food is just i mean it's the best food i've ever had so that's what i would say those are my three a lot of wraparound porches a lot of wraparound porches this is it's true charleston has become kind of like a food town it's kind of it's weird i guess there's a lot of money there well, and the other thing, one of the things that happened is a lot of people left the Northeast and moved down to Charleston. So you go to these restaurants, and a lot of the servers and bartenders are, like, from New York or New Jersey. And so mm. a lot of that culinary expertise came to town. So it has a southern flair. Mm. With Anyway, it's it's really, really, really good. Sounds hey, dumb. I'm a New Yorker. I'm in Charleston now. Come meet at my shop, my sub shop <laughs> at the beach. It's great. I'm in Charleston. I'm from New York. Hey, I'm from New Jersey. Man, it's I'm in Charleston now. Man, it's like it's like I'm there. Hey, Hey, it's me, Jimmy from Boston. Hey, I I also have a shop here now. 
forget about it. Hey. I don't know why I think this is so funny. Uh, oh, it's wicked, it's wicked smart sandwiches here in Charleston. <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh, man. Uh, my wife, my wife, my wife likes wife. to go to a place called Anna Maria Island. It's in Florida. Ooh. It's a tiny little sleepy beach town, and it's awesome. Sleepy beach. You it's, know what? It's not busy. We we can go. You can stay pretty cheap there. We stayed on the beach last time for a decent amount, like an Airbnb, and it was incredible. White sand, beautiful water, and you're just right there. And they have good food on the island, and it's there's just not it's not a lot of hustle and bustle. You know what I like? I like the beaches. Yeah, love beaches. So if I'm on a beach, I'm really happy. But a place that I Atlantis in the Bahamas, yeah, God, so awesome. Sure, it's the best. I, I love, love it. it. I bet it is, man. It's freaking dope. And so I love the beaches. Send me to a beaches, and I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. we're going to the uh, Florida Panhandle this summer. Yeah. We love that area. The Destin, Destin is a, Seaside, yeah. Fort Walton Beach area. It's great. I love it. I was it's, there in September. So beautiful. We're it's going, awesome. We're going late August, early September. It's, it's great. I'll see I had there. a great time. We went with my neighbors. My neighbors. My oh, yeah, because uh, <coughs> we were afraid that your neighbor was going to fall in love with your wife. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> what? Hey, yeah. let me tell you guys about you this stop, app. Orgy. Huh? You better stop, Orgy. There's this app called Hopper. Yeah. And it like it basically helps you find really good deals on airfare and whatever. Mm-hmm. So Kate and I are going to L.A. for a week, mm. and we have round trip tickets for a hundred and twenty five dollars each. Wow, that's good. Guys, what round what trip, airline? One twenty five. L.A. Straight there from T Town. What airline? Uh, it's Allegiant, so we might die. That's but... what, that's what we did, and it was that. Okay, good. it was the, it was cheap. It was yeah, it was like one hundred and twenty bucks. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. So we're going to L.A. You ever been to L.A., lady, with the Twitter question? Mo, mo, lady. Maybe. Mo, mo, lady. I've been to L.A. Yeah, I've been. <laughs> I've not been. Hey, we forgot to mention that this is a... Uh, <laughs> it's a travel, travel pod. This is a great time for all the Dort, Dort lovers out there. Because Lou Dort started against the Cavs. With Terrence Ferguson back in the lineup, and they made no trades, and so Lou Dort is now the starting shooting guard for the Thunder. At, I'm Lou Dort, and I'm down to Dort. I guess small forward, I guess. Miguel Davila25 wants to know, is Lou Dort a thick daddy? You pronounce that you yeah. real hard. Lou. No, me, Miguel. <laughs> <laughs> Miguel. Miguel. Lou. Miguel. Lou. How else would you pronounce Lou? Lou. Lou. Yeah, he's he's definitely a thick daddy. Yep. I mean, the king of all thick daddies is Raymond Felton. Ray Felton. Dion Waiters. Oh, yeah. Deontay. Mitchell McGarry. (laughs) Is Mitch McGarry a thick daddy? I'm not sure that he definitely qualifies in the thick category, but not sure he's a daddy. He's, a, he's, he's not a, a daddy. He's, he's a dad to a snake. Snake daddy. He's a stepson. Thick snake daddy. He's a. Th- <laughs> you should just listen to the things that come out of your mouth sometimes. Thick right. snake right, daddy. Stepson. <laughs> All right, man, go we Luke. got it. Uh, so Daniel Raymond. Orton. May I present Daniel Orton? 
is, is he a daddy? I think we've talked about this. So one I think before. the qualification okay, okay. is you have to be like fatherly, also a basketball player. Yeah, yeah, and fatherly a little Raymond bit. Raymond Felton, Deion Waiters, Deontay Burton, Lou Dort, Lou Dort. Who's number Deontay five? Deontay Burton, fatherly. Perkins? Yes, he is. He's very kind and nurturing. You could see it. What about uh, Kendrick Perkins? Yeah, number five. There you go. Yep. Those are five thick daddies. Thick fathers. Next question from at Fluky. Is this the most relaxed post-All-Star weekend the Thunder have ever experienced as anything in the playoffs is just a bonus? Um, I don't know that this – I don't get this question maybe. No, no, no. It's, it's like – the past several years, after the, it's been like desperate. Okay, we've got to get to whatever seed. Yeah, okay. I the got two okay, seed, okay, okay. whatever. And the Thunder are sitting at six right now, six seven. They're right there, and it's not. We're not. We don't have to freak out about it, right? That does feel good. It doesn't really. I mean, if they even fell to eight, I don't think anybody's going to be like, no. Like it's be like, okay, like we're in the playoffs. We're not supposed to be here. You know, I still think that like that 2010 season is still probably the most relaxed. That's the Russell base. Westbrook. No, 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 no. That's our first playoff yeah, run. Yeah. Where you're just like, okay, great. Definitely not supposed to be here. Up and coming team. This is so fun. This is great. No one picked us to be in the playoffs anyways. Although I will say, I think that the hard part about this team is it is a lot of fun. But once you start winning, their expectations follow. Right. And so I think that there'll be, especially when you start positioning and you're like, man, they have a chance to get to the four seed. Like you have to, as a fan, just be able to say like, Hey, wherever they land, it's be happy. This is gravy. Yeah. It'll be fun. It'll be good because I could see people getting, cause you, I mean, you know, there's always crazy fans everywhere where people are losing their freaking mind yesterday because the thunder didn't do something or it's like, you should be thrilled that they didn't do anything. Yeah, this is this will like I felt wonderful whenever I was like, ah, okay. I know. I, I mean, how would you have felt if they traded Gallo and this is they got back Jay Crowder, Solomon Hill, and they got uh, the twenty twenty four first round pick or twenty twenty five first round pick from the Heat? Like, I get that move, but I would have been bummed. Yeah, I think so. so and I th- when when I think that you could get a similar pick this summer, Taylor, how are you feeling about this team going forward? I'm feeling great, man. I I bought in, and I knew it would happen. I didn't know I'd buy into Chris Paul like this, but I have. He's great. I love Chris Paul. And this is going to be fun, man, because we can lose in the first round. It's like, you know what? That was a fun season. That was nice. It was refreshing. It's like eating, you know, mint gum, peppermint, not spearmint. <laughs> I just I, – I feel – I don't know, man. I just feel I have more confidence in this team because this. I think the thing that's differentiating this team from a lot of the teams of the last few, or both the teams of the last two years, is the consistency. They're consistent. They play together. Like that's the difference. They play though. hard. It, for me, it was like hard. you just didn't know what Thunder team you were going to get last year. Dude. So hard. I mean, for real. I, know. I mean, they struggled to beat like the Kings and the Hornets and well, teams like that. And every and time it was you, just like, and when you went to the playoffs, on. it was always that thing. Like if used a lot of like, if, if this team yeah. can play to the best version of themselves, like they could make a run and they just never did consistently. They never met their, they, didn't, they never reached their talent level. 
Like we've so seen you had this. Paul George, Russell Westbrook, Jeremy Grant, Stephen Adams. Like you had a really good team. They yeah. could never reach their ceiling. We've seen this team for two months, over two months, play at an incredibly consistent level. Yeah, beat good teams, lose to some teams. They lost to the Heat. They'll lose. I mean, I, they're not elite. Yeah, but they're really good. They're a good team, and I think that there's outside of the Clippers and the Lakers, I don't think anybody in that first round would really be excited to play the Thunder. To be honest with you. No, they're not. They're not a team that's just going to roll over. Nope, they're good. Hey, uh, at midnight, Ross says, should Jay have acted like it was draft <laughs> night and put on a hat with his church logo on it when he was announced as the new pastor? Congrats to Jay Ross Smith. Thank you Whee! for real. Congrats to Jay. This is a big Thanks. deal. It so, is a big deal. It's very big. So Jay was uh, when Jay and I first met. He was a camp leader for me at church camp. Same Woo-woo. and Taylor. He was your youth pastor. And right. Luke was also in that church. Luke was camp. it. Yeah. yeah, Luke is at that church camp. So like that's how we knew Jay. And we've seen church world. Jay like grow in this church world to where he's the lead pastor of a really big church yeah, here in insane. Edmond. So Which if you're not a Methodist, which is what our church is, mm-hmm. uh like it's it's one of those things that it shouldn't have happened. <clears throat> Cause normally it's like a merit based system to where uh-huh. you get moved and our bishop and our cabinet who makes the decision on appointments, they just are trying to do things differently because yep. we're in a wild place. And so it's a it's a big like I said, it's a privilege. It's awesome. Uh it's an honor. And I mean it's it is. It's pretty cool. And <laughs> you have to navigate those moments in a really uh gentle way because the cabinet wants to make sure that the world knows that they're the ones that are still the decision makers of mm-hmm. the, the the denomination. Yeah. Which is true. Um, because they could have moved me to Tulsa. Or, I was gonna say, like a year ago, like I was afraid yeah. you're gonna be in Tulsa yeah. with Tayshawn. I know, which is why I bought a Bluetooth microphone. But um, it is one of those things that it's just to get up there and like pull a hat out and put it on, <laughs> shake shake the bishop's hand. <laughs> Although once you get up there on stage, it does feel like uh, it feels kind of like that moment where yeah. you shake and you turn and you face the camera. You're like, huh? Put on somebody's oversized jersey. <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome that man cool. i'm proud of you man Thanks, and it's John. serious business so i'm not gonna make a joke about you having a harem of 200 i don't, <laughs> I don't hey, know what that even means do you guys prefer cake or cupcakes no jay they are not the same this I, is from at steve utah have i here's my question have i ever hated on stuff like that i don't know have you i think he's making an assumption i think he which is, is wrong I think Steve-O feels like he knows you and your cake preferences. Okay, what do you say, Taylor? Cake or cupcakes? Cupcakes, dude. I'm a cupcake man. Really? Because, mm. I mean, it's, it's you get, just where, less get, messy. Yeah. It's a slice of cake. It's already ready for you. Here's my thought about this is... You, just, you basically just said they were the same. True. I mean, it's not the same. We just said it's, it's a better. slice of cake. It's a better version of it's a better version of cake. Yeah, they're kind of the same. I would rather have a cupcake, but I would just about every other dessert I would rather have before I had a ca- uh, cake. Really? Yeah. Have you ever had a nothing bunt cake? I do like those. <laughs> they're those little ones too. It feels kind of like a cupcake, but it's a bunt cake. They're delicious. It's a cup bunt cake. It's a bunt cupcake. <laughs> Yes. I like, I, here's my deal. Pie, I'd rather have a pie. What kind of pie? Any of them. Pecan, all day. Key lime, yup. Cherry? Sure. Okay. Over cake. Apple? Co- cookie? Yeah, absolutely. Apple, uh, I like apple pie. Cookie? Meat? Meat pie? 
<laughs> cookie? I'd rather have a cookie. Chick-fil-A? A good cookie? Oh, Chick-fil-A yeah. cookie? Before cake. They're so day. good. I know. I know. Dude. Now you're addicted. It's a problem. Now. It's a problem. I'm sorry for introducing Ooh, you. I got a free one on my app right now. Ooh, Ooh, I need to check Don't do it, man. <laughs> um, what other desserts? Ice cream? Always rather have ice cream than yeah, cake. I like ice cream. Although cake, cake and ice cream is a good combo. Slice of cake. Or I mean a piece of cake. It's almost too sweet for me now. Scoop of ice cream. I've almost reached yeah. the point where cake and ice cream is there's too much sweetness. Yeah. At some point, you guys are going to get to the age, especially being in the, your daddyhood, mm-hmm. that you're going to want like savory ice cream. It's going to be like, you know, there, you're bro. already there with like the malts yeah. and shakes. Yeah, butter pecan, man. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, butter pecan. Yeah, That's yeah. what happened in my life. It was the it was the defining moment where I realized I I aged is all of a sudden I was like, I freaking love butter pecan. I know, me and too. carrot cake. And all I listen to in my uh, car, carrot cake's freaking good. Oh, yes, all I listen See? to in my car now is uh, talk radio. <laughs> Daddy, <laughs> it's either a I, podcast or it's NPR, and that's pretty much it. So I would probably choose a carrot cake over any other cake right Ooh, now. Yeah, that's good, man. That's my dad. It used to make me so mad when I was a kid because it'd be my dad's birthday. He got to pick the cake, and he'd get carrot cake. It's disgusting. <laughs> It's not I love carrot cake. It's very man. good. Ooh, what about a spice kid? cake? Love spice cake. Ooh. Is a spice cake uh, one that you're turning your nose up to as well, Taylor? No. And I'm I don't turn my nose up to carrot cake now, but it is a sign of daddyhood. Yeah. And spice cake is spice cake is good. Spice cake is just like nice cake. So in yeah. June in June and July, man, when you start when you have a when you when you become a dad, man. I th- does it just kick in? Yeah, for real. Like, Instantly. You're like, oh, guess what I want? Carrot cake and butter pecan ice cream right now. <laughs> and I want a pair of white and gray New Balances. <laughs> <laughs> and a new lawnmower. I don't have, I don't wear those yet, man. It's, I'm and not a new lawnmower. <laughs> uh, Thunder play the Pistons tonight in OKC. Uh, any predictions for tonight? Do the Pistons have enough players to play a game? I don't know, man. It's... It's pretty. It's pretty rough. All I hope is that they just kill Reggie Jackson, like not yeah. not literally. <laughs> Reggie's just, just what? Clip. Remember Reggie was good. Remember that? I don't know Reggie if he was made ever a mistake. Good. Was he? Dude. He won a playoff game for the Thunder. Yeah, that happens every once in a while with random players. You think he's just bad and just had a lucky night? I thought he was good. Maybe. And then he was no, just Re- a butthead. He did not have the right attitude. I think he's good, but he was not in the right emotional and mental space to actually live up to his talent. So before, so the next week for the Thunder. I know, it's Pist- exciting. Pistons at home. Uh, then they play the Boston Celtics on Sunday. And then they get San Antonio. And then at New Orleans. And then next Friday's the Nuggets on national TV. Did you know, I realized that was on ESPN. I didn't think they, I thought the only game they had on national TV was that Houston game. They must have moved it. Good. Less Warriors games, please. Yeah, no kidding. So, Pistons, Celtics, Spurs, Pelicans. What do you guys think? Yeah, but that New Orleans pr- prediction. That that Denver game was is after the All-Star break. Which is crazy mm-hmm. cuz after the All-Star break last year, the second game was the Denver Nuggets. Remember? Mm-hmm. Remember? Oh yeah, the Nuggets is that Friday after. Yep. Yeah. So we got a while. We got a while before that. So, so that's what's crazy is, Stephen. Like we should get healthy too. Is the really good thing because you've got only four more games before the All Star break. Mm-hmm. 
and they're pretty spread out. So Detroit, Boston, San Antonio, having all three of them home, three of them at home makes me feel pretty confident. All the Thunder have been actually better over at the, on the Away. road over the last month or two. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm just going on a limb and say they're going to be 0-4. <laughs> You're going to lose all these. <laughs> just, yeah, I think 2-2. Two and two they'll, be favored, they'll be favored in three out of four of those games. Yeah. Pelicans are good. I'm yeah. so excited to see them play Zion. I know. That'll be tight. Although they just got... I wish it was in OKC. Hammered. We missed Zion in OKC. That sucks. Bucks. I know. But the Bucks are good. Bucks are really Bucks good. Bucks aren't good. They're elite. Yeah, they're the best. They are. And actually, I thought we were underrating the Bucks earlier when you said I wouldn't, you know, when we were talking about the Heat and them. Mm-hmm. The Bucks are third offensive rating and first defensive rating, and the Heat are like 15th and 9th or something like I know. That. I just think the – I just worry about playoff Bucks a little bit. You should. I worry you about should. playoff Bucks some. Okay. I really wish that they would be a, a team that could add somebody – in the like if they had Gallinari, right, Oof. as their stretch four, like he'd be perfect next to Giannis. I, I do wish though, like they were a destination for buyout options, and I know buyouts are yeah. never really good players, but I, I don't know. Like they just need. I just like, don't know who it's going to be. Is it going to be a robust piece. buyout market? That's the question. That That's is. the only time that we use the word robust is when we're talking about the buyout market. And who decided that we use the word robust? I don't know. I don't know. But and it's also only Dion Waiters so far right now. It's Dion. You want Dion in Milwaukee? No. It's pretty robust. That's very robust. Yeah. All right. I got one more question for both of you. Are you miffed or are you peeved? Nope. That's not the right button. Hey, Andrew, listen. Ask me again. I've got one more question for you and Taylor, <laughs> and it's this one. Are you miffed or are you peeved? Miffed. 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 Miffed and peeved. Taylor. Are you miffed? Yes. Best? Um, I'm I'm a little miffed at Alex right now. I gotta say. Oh yeah, yeah. Let it go, be, man. Everybody's miffed and peeved. Uh, I saw he tweeted last night or this morning. I can't remember. Sometime recently, and he was arguing that Thunder fans, not Russ fans, but as Thunder fans, we should appreciate what the Rockets are doing right now. And I just don't know what's going on. I mean, I think it's a thing he's doing. I think maybe it was a thing he started and he's just gone way too deep yeah. into the rabbit hole and he's lost. He's totally lost. I mean, what happened to Debbie is my question. What happened She's to Debbie? She's gone, Deborah? man. I mean, he the he's he's like dove into this red 94 guy and I feel like he's like turning into him. It's like slowly <laughs> like turning into him. It's the dark side. I mean, that's I mean, that is like the emperor and he is definitely on the precipice. He's like Anakin Skywalker. Somebody tweeted that at him. Like, that's totally true. Like, he's Anakin right now. He was, like, the chosen one. And now he is slowly, he's, he's going to fall in that, into that lava very soon. And he's going to yes. need a, a robotic suit to stay alive. And we'll be able to hear him breathe on the podcast a lot very soon. Here's the deal, man, is I at least, maybe this is what Alex is saying, is that, hey, this team had issues, roster-wise, and they might as well try something because doing what they were doing was not going to get them very far. Yeah. And it still may not change, but at least they're doing something different. 
Mm-hmm. I just watching them play last night. There were multiple moments where I was like, "Oh, that's going to be a problem." And now, true, it's just the Lakers. Like, but I think you're going to have problems against a few of the major teams in the West. Um, I think regular season they're going to be great. Like, it's going to be great. But playoffs are different. The playoffs are just different. I mean, the Thunder won where they win like five in a row going into the playoffs. We thought, oh, they're playing great. And the moment the playoffs start, everything changes. The way your approach, everything changes. Slows down. I don't know. Everything is more intense. Every possession matters more. Joe Ingles turns into an all-star. Joe Ingles turns into an all-star. Damian Lillard turns into a monster. I don't know, man. I don't know. And, may, and it's probably true that that team, as constructed, we're not going to do a whole lot. I still am not a huge believer that this Rockets team is going to do a whole lot anyways. So, it's fine. I, and I also, I think it begs the question, is Russell Westbrook the player that you should be maximizing on that team? You know? Mm-hmm. don't you mm-hmm. Shouldn't you move to maximize James Harden? And I guess really... The truth is, if you wanted to maximize James Harden, you don't trade for Russell Westbrook, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe they already made their bed before the season even started. You know, It's crazy because there's no way Maury wanted to trade for Russell Westbrook. I mean, we can just assume that that's true. Yeah. And so, But now that they have Russell Westbrook, the things that they have to do to this Rockets team are just insane. Yeah, well, we talked about it, that you can't play Russell with a center that can't shoot. And we talked about trading Steven Adams. Remember? Yeah. Which is probably true. I think I agree with that. But now like you are just all in on the Russell Westbrook era. Like you're all in. He's been good. But I just know that the past two playoffs, he's been wretched. Mm-hmm. He's been yeah. hurt. He's been hurtful in a lot of ways to the team. And a lot of that was Paul George being hurt. I get it. I get it. But also, you have to acknowledge that like in this run where Russell Westbrook has been awesome, James Harden has been bad. And you have to... I don't think that the two are completely unrelated. Yeah. I, I mean, they're not... Unre- there's, there's definitely a correlation, right? Russell Westbrook took 28 shots last night. James Harden took 10. When's the last time James Harden took 10 shots? He went to the line seven times. Usually when they sick a guy like Avery Bradley on Harden, he gets to the line, right? He's not making shots, but he's getting to the free Since throw Since when line. is Avery Bradley good again? Where people are uh, like, he's a difference maker. It's not Avery Bradley. It's James Harden. Yeah, well, this, this is weird. Okay. Uh, anything else, Taylor? Nope. Before we nope. go? All right. Uh, oranges thanks. are really good. I've been into oranges lately. Ooh, what uh, kind of oranges are you talking? Specifically heirloom navel oranges. Okay. Uh, uh, blood orange? Uh, I haven't had a blood orange in a while. I love blood orange flavored things. Like, no. uh, you know those San Pellegrino drinks? They yeah. have a blood orange one that's so good. Yeah. I had to do a 15 uh, page paper about the orange my senior year of college. Wow. Uh, so if you need to know more about oranges, you can ask me. You're my man. You're my orange man. You're the orange mamba. 